Come on, girl, play nice. Are you the black brandy of this season? Jesus. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our Real Housewives of Atlanta Bravo Blogs, read to you by John and kind of sort of me, Eric, in this intro from yourrealityrecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, basically what we're doing is recapping the week in Atlanta and reading you the Bravo Blogs that the ladies write each week over on Bravo's website. Because I don't like to read, I like to be read to. So we figured you would too. Now, if you guys want to help support this show, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. And if you want to see all of our podcasts in audio or video form, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast to see all that we offer. Of course, you can also listen to this podcast and see all of our Bravo content, blogs, and comedic recap shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. And if you're listening to this on our website, make sure you guys comment below. We love to interact with you, hear what you guys think, and get your feedback on what you want us to do more or even less of. And hey, since you're here anyway, tis the season to do your holiday shopping on Amazon. Just click on the banner in the sidebar of our website. It brings you right to Amazon. You guys don't pay anymore, and they give us a little bit back. It's another great way to help support our shows. And look, we know you guys are like, how do we interact with you right now? Well, it's easy. Over on Twitter, just follow us at Reality Recaps for me, Eric, and at Comedy Jonah for John, because we love interacting with you guys during the shows. We're always live tweeting them in real time and getting your feedback, and then I'm being really sarcastic, and John is like, I love this part. But you guys know the deal. And look, you also know all of the links to everything that I mentioned here can be found over on our website on the post for this podcast. So get to our Twitter, get any of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. But we need to get to what you guys are really here to hear about, and that's what's going down in Atlanta this week. So take it away, John. Thank you so much, Eric, for that introduction. Hey, everyone, John Richardson here, excited to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta, episode 13, week 13, whatever you want to call it. It's 13. All right, this episode we saw poor Candy struggles with mother's love being canceled. Not just one show, but the whole tour due to, and if you could see my air quotes, due to the marketing manager, whatever, roadie person, did not uh, deliver as far as promotions and people buying tickets and all that good stuff. We also continue to see Kenya shopping for office space, which is hilarious. Don't you first have to have like a, a, a business that actually has like business going and then you shop for office space, then you expand. But I think maybe just a room or even the bathroom sitting on the toilet with a laptop might suffice all the stuff she's got going on. Probably the most exciting thing with this episode was, you know, Portia being honored at the um, Rick Smiley work event appreciation. Claudia, of course, is invited because she works there as well, trying to sit down, trying to find a common ground. And of course, course, Portia doesn't have it. Come on, girl, play nice. Are you the black brandy of this season? Jesus. Anyways, let's dive into the blog, their blogs and see what the ladies are saying about this episode. So exciting. All right, first blog up is Candy's. 
and it's titled Devastating News. Oh, Candy explains why learning that the tour was canceled was so hard on her. Bravo TV asks, what was going, what was going through your mind when you heard you had to cancel the tour? Candy says, when I was told that I had to cancel the tour, I was devastated. Of course, it was a dream of mine to take the show on the road and I wanted to see it happen. But that wasn't the main reason that it, I was devastated. What tore me up inside was the fact that there were a lot of people that were going to lose their job because of this. We were supposed to be on the road for about three to four months. People had turned down other opportunities and some people had quit their jobs to be a part of the show. Always love being able to employ people, bringing positive exposure to other artists and help put people or help put money in people's pockets. I want people to feel secure that when they team up with me, that it would be a great experience and a lucrative one. Sadly, it didn't work out that way on this project. I had to tell my cast and crew that the show was being canceled. I saw a grown man cry in front of me because he was depending on this to get his house out of foreclosure. Holy mother of God, really? You have a project, regardless if it's a musical or if it's the software for a major company. You don't have everything dependent on one person, so it seemed in the episode. And for people to be so convinced and talked into that this was a good opportunity, especially to save your house, is really, really awful. I mean, you know, you take a chance on stuff, but you don't take a chance with your freaking house. Hello? It's awful, 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 Candy. Uh, she continues with one girl threw up because she was so upset that she quit her job for the opportunity to be in the show. I was sick because there was nothing I could do to save the show. Maybe you could maybe compensate some of these people. I don't know what's, maybe their contracts had some kind of little, you know, bonus or whatever. I mean, even companies that shut down give people at least a little bit of a severance. Jeez, I hope you're making good on that candy, okay? Maybe sell some more dildos or something and, and throw some money people's way. Um, She continues with, Todd and I promoted the very first play that we did here in Atlanta, which I which you saw on the finale of season six. It was successful, but we didn't want to do the whole tour because we didn't have the experience to promote a whole tour. That's why we signed with a promoter who signed with the promoter to do it. But unfortunately that work didn't um, work out the best. I hate it. I hate when I give up control of stuff because it never works out. Well, no shit. I mean, you have to announce to everyone that you cannot pay them, that three months, three to four months out of their lives, they're on the road with this show. And then you, oh, I hope you're making good on it. That's awful. If someone, if that was me and it was someone's house and someone threw up, I would try to do everything I could to make it good. And I hope you are too. All right. Bravo TV asks, were you disappointed with your team's reaction to the news? Candy says, sometimes my team thinks things are funny when they are not. Maybe that's um, a clear indication. I, I don't know about you, Candy, or us as fans watching and even reading this blog, but 
I, that's a big red flag. If your team thinks it's funny and silly and because they're not losing their jobs and their houses aren't going in foreclosure and they're not throwing up. Wow. Maybe you need to reevaluate your team a little bit. Okay, girl. Um, Bravo Tubi asks, did you agree with Phaedra's mom that Phaedra should move out? Candy says the suggestion between Phaedra and Apollo had, um, become very intense. I would never suggest she be in a situation that she didn't feel safe. Maybe they should have gone to counseling together. Maybe they should have. Oh, I can't wait to read Phaedra's blog because I got things to say about that too. Okay. All right. After all that devastating news with Candy, let's lighten it up a little bit with Kenya's blog. Crossing my fingers if you could see me right now. Um, the title of her blog is Kenya on her pilot. Not on the airplane of her pilot script movie sitcom parody, short film, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Kenya Moore dishes on Roger Bob and her past production experience. That's right, because we saw in this episode about her saying she's used to people working for her and she's used to people being on a becking call. Please, someone like Roger Bob, who is producing big shit, is supposed to sit around and wait for your phone call? Girl, you need to wake up. Uh, Bravo TV asked, were you disappointed when Roger Bob wasn't available to work with you? Kenya says, when you are producing, you need people who are fully committed to your project. Roger Bob is a talented producer and we both wanted to work together. However, if he couldn't be there 100% of the time, then it would have um, been a disservice to my project. I have produced over five highly successful films independently to date as well as a workout DVD. Uh-huh, we know that one. An infomercial and commercials, and now a television pilot with films being the most difficult. When you are following the Tyler Perry model, writing, producing, directing, and starring in a single production, you need to have the producer, you need to have a producer that can oversee the production, allowing you to focus on the work and be creative. One must be present during the entire process and post-production. However, I do appreciate his input and his honesty about his availability. That was a, that was the professional thing for him to do. And he was honest. So um, are you going to be there? No, I'm not. <laughs> and I agree. You have to have somebody there all the time. But obviously someone like Roger Bob isn't jumping at the chance to do this or, or switching his schedule around so that he's available for this amazing project. <laughs> Hello? Wake up. Here. Here's a pen. Bubble pop. Pop your bubble. Bravo TV asks, were you throwing a little shade Cynthia's way over her acting skills? Kenya says, we all know I'm the queen of shade, but on this one, I have to admit, I had never personally seen Cynthia act. Therefore, I had no reason to be shady. She told me she had one line on the Cosby show. I understand and respect that everyone has to start somewhere. But I don't think anyone can tell if you have the real chops with a one line. I also know how passionate Cynthia is about exploring acting. And I wanted to give her a fair shot at a role by auditioning her. That was only fair. Right? And she should audition you for modeling, even though you're in a pageant. Whatevs. Bravo TV asks, what are you going through? What, what was going through your head watching Claudia and Portia's confrontation? Kenya says it was clear that she has an issue with Claudia, 
from the beginning, I thought it was a, it, I thought it was big of Claudia to go and support her and the company they both worked for. However, she chose to see that in a negative, in a negative. Claudia made a valid point as to why she was confronted when she laughed so loudly at being called a whore, even though Claudia knew she had done some things that people could easily label her the same. People who live in a glass house shouldn't throw stones. Uh-huh. The, the, uh, high kettle. I'm black. Really, Kenya? Um, she continues with, with that said, it is possible to talk to someone who does not want to like you or be friends with you because of your association with someone else they choose to dislike. They will never give you a chance. I'm not surprised that she is simply following Nini's lead. I also thought the evil city woman comment from her mother was quite inappropriate. I hope these two can come to come to turns and civilly flush out their issues. Oh, Kenya, thank you so much for the words of wisdom. <laughs> All right, since we ended with Claudia, the next one the next blog has to be Claudia. And she's one of my, she's a newbie and she's one of my faves. You know why I like her? Because she has straight talk. She can take on Nene and the bitch gets her blogs up on time. Okay. Can always depend on Claudia here at your reality recaps. We're so excited. Title of her blog is I'm not trying to be Portia's friend. Claudia Jordan explains why she wanted to talk to Portia at her Dish Nation event. Bravo TV asks, what was going through your mind when you watched Portia and Nini, Nini's lunch? Claudia says, when I watched the lunch between Portia and Nini, I wasn't surprised at all. Since they only hang out with each other, what else are they going to do besides talk about me? Cynthia and Kenya? Oh, talk about me, Cynthia and Kenya. I'd like to take a moment to point out a few things. First of all, note the contrast between my girls versus Nini and Portia. While we are out shopping, going to events, laughing, going on road trips, supporting each other, visiting each other's homes, and actually having real fun, these two, and I quote, ladies, are always just sitting around at lunch being negative. I mean, seriously, without their beefs with us, what would they talk about? Um, we all are on the focus of every single one of their conversations, tweets, blogs, talking points. Now, I'm not saying that we have never discussed these ladies, but we talk about other things as well. We actually have lives outside of Nini and Portia. And speaking of Nini and Portia, is anyone else tickled by the newest BFFs of Atlanta Housewives? Does Portia not hear the shots Nini takes? Portia wants to blame me for blasting her about her sponsor. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor of her car. But wasn't it Nini who first confirmed that the, that the same woman that didn't have a working doorbell was sleeping with a wealthy African man that she claimed was outfitting Portia with designer clothes and very expensive bags? Okay, Claudia, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I wasn't, but wasn't Nini the one who so, um, who also told Kim, who's now friend, who's now, who's, Kim Zolciak, who she's now friends with again, to close her legs to married men, isn't, well, somebody's seen past episodes, okay? Isn't Portia's African man married? I'm so confused. I point this out not because I care personally what they do, but simply to illustrate how 
um, hypocritical and double standards in this group. Nini is well aware of all her gifts from the married man, but now all of a sudden she doesn't care if Portia sleeps with this guy. You see the thing, you see the thing is, it's not convenient for Nini to blast Portia at this time because then who else would Nini have a cocktail with? <laughs> it's so true. Sure, the moments between her and Greg are fascinating, riveting, and sure to hold everyone's attention. Ha oh, she has a parenthesis, insert sarcasm. But when he's not available, she needs Portia to lunch with, so she tolerates her um, contradictory ways. Now I have um, resisted really speaking on those two ladies in my last few blogs, because quite frankly, what else is there to say about them that we don't already know. But after watching this week's show and seeing just how evil they are during their lunch, I figured, hey, let me address the peanut gallery. Now, some people may think that I have been quite aggressive with Portia and Nini, and I, and I can totally see how one could think that. But, the, but this mess, this messy and mean-spirited lunch they had was just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to showing how these ladies have treated others for some time. Please understand that I, please understand that I couldn't possibly convey all of the shade and mud these two constantly sling at others in this already long-winded blog, but I'm glad that the world has got to witness what else these two do every time they get together. My issues with these, with these clowns is that they really try to get people to think they are so unbothered, unbothered. It's interesting to, that that would be. It's interesting that they would proclaim that after every infamous "That's why you're so bothered" line in Puerto Rico. Oh, and you're welcome for the inspiration behind your new T-shirt line, or that they are so busy with so many jobs that they couldn't possibly be out there making phone calls, uh, uh, DMing former friends on Twitter and, and Googling to get the dirt on someone with just a few um, accolades as myself. Okay. Now the kicker is you all got to, got to witness how dirty and evil Nini was immediately after her, after her so-called apology to me in Puerto Rico. Mind you, at this point, I haven't seen her since Demetria's performance. So if she meant if she meant her apology, why would she be trashing me the very next time she sees top minion, Portia Williams? Notice when I met met with Derek J, I even paid Nini's fashion line a compliment and said, I stand corrected once I found out it was a Nini Leaks collection jacket. Derek was wearing, why is she going so hard at me if we had squashed our beef? Fake, fake, fake. It's crazy. That is exactly why I wasn't so quick to accept her apology because I've seen her do this to everyone. Nini says one thing and does another pretty damn odd and telling and the telling of her flip flop like is so quickly so quick behavior. She says one thing and then the very next does the polar opposite. Now let me 
Now, let me clarify something for Miss Thang, who for some reason seems to be obsessed with my dating life, my sex life, and my clitoris. Cheaper alert. Creeper alert. I've been married and I've been married and I've also been engaged. I didn't think it was right of me, unlike others that would marry because the ring was so nice and the man was so wealthy. I didn't feel it in my heart, so I didn't go through with it. Women like this kill me who think that women is so, that women are somehow a failure if she isn't validated by her marriage. Be, uh, please tell please tell that all of the women in America that will never get married. Please tell that to them. Um, and you are mocking them. You are, they not, are they not accomplished in this book? If they don't have like a wealthy man or a big ring, it's ridiculous by this logic. Um, are we to believe that Nini thinks she is better than, um, Condoleezza Rice, Oprah, and Jill Scott, because she has accomplished getting married to Greg Leakes. This can't be a real life. Miss, miss me for that. Miss me with that. Okay, whatever. It's it's black talk and I'm having trouble reading it because I'm not black. Kidding. Just kidding. Claudia says, oh, thank God. In closing, I'd like to say that I'm aware that um, I can be a little rough around the edges because I don't sugarcoat things. I have little tolerance for some of the, the, the bullying that's been allowed to go on so far in this group. I do not appreciate the double standards. Example, for years, Portia empathetically called Kenya a whore with no proof. And now we all know about Portia's sponsorship package, yet she wants to feel some type of way about it. Well, honey, this is exactly what karma feels like. It is true. It, not true. It was cute to do it to someone else, though, wasn't it? Well, that's the funny thing about glass houses. And it's true. I mean, we do see a double standard. Portia went off on Kenya. Mind you, Kenya, we all know. We've seen the past season. She's no angel. I normally have another word, but I'm, she's no angel. But Portia did get on the whore fest quite strongly. And now she's dating a married man who's sponsoring her. And I've got my, my little quotes up too. All right. Bravo TV asks, did you have fun with uh, Derek J? Were you happy with your choice? Claudia says, I'm always have fun with Derek J. I adore him, but I just, I just know wigs are not for me. I don't know how Nini has been able to do it every day since high school. Kudos to you, sister. Bravo TV asks, Let's get a little lost here, people. Um, were you surprised by Portia's reaction to your conversation? Claudia says, I'm surprised by the conversation with... Am I surprised by the conversation with Portia? Heck no. That's all she, That's all she's showing anyone since she's become Nini's one and only foot soldier. You see, she wasn't saying any... She wasn't saying any of the evil stuff to my face that she was saying to Nini behind my back because she's a coward. She's also very shallow and materialistic. Only things and trinkets seem to mind to matter to her. No integrity, honesty, or class. Yes, I showed up to her party, but pretty much because I had to go. It was raining outside. I knew things were weird since I'd blasted her in Puerto Rico, and honestly. 
I'd rather have stayed home watching Family Guy. Oh, Claudia's watching Family Guy. That's where she's getting all that wit. Mm -hmm. She continues with, but I felt torn since the entire morning crew was going. And since I was still new, I thought it would... I thought I would show that I was at least trying if I showed up. Um, I need to make something clear, like crystal clear. I am not trying to be Portia's friend. I know it may appear that way at that meeting at the Dish uh, Nation party, but my main concern was the vibe amongst the rest of the people we have to work with in at the station. People had noticed the shade, which was causing people to feel uncomfortable at the studio. You saw our interaction at work. It makes... Uh, for a very hostile environment for everyone. Now, I could easily come to work every day, walk right past her and and not say any word to her. But, and that would be fine. But I was starting to feel half responsible for how awkward it was for everyone else we worked with. And this was the main motivation for me to talk to her. As you heard, I did text her the day before to attempt to smooth things over, but she didn't respond. Perhaps the words I used were too big. Mm-hmm. You're not throwing any shade, Claudia? Okay. So I had to have our moment at the party. It's funny that Portia will scream from the rooftop how unbothered she supposedly is but will run out in the middle of the conversation when it gets real i suspect her eq mm -hmm, may be even lower than her iq even her iq if that is even possible have have a grown woman conversation like a girl. Oh, wait, I'm really expecting substance from the, the same girl who put on a gifted Tom Ford lotion in the middle of our other conversation and uses words such as womp, 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 just to avoid accountability. Okay, my mistake. Uh, <laughs> oh, and one more thing. See, I love Claudia because she's got lots to say. Um, since I'm breaking my not talking about non-housewives and my blog streak for today, Portia attempted to say I have no career, even though we work together in the same place, except I do and is taken just a wee bit seriously. See my Ferguson report, and she has a link at bravotv.com in her blog. On TV and Instagram, Portia may consider me a 41-year-old has-been, but just, just like they uh, say in love, it's better to have loved than lost than never to have loved at all. Now relate, uh, now relate to that to your career verse mine and check out my I I M D page and and check out my I M D page, which is you know when you go on there you can see all the actor stuff, whatever. She says in closing, it it has been a pleasure holding this peach XO. So good. She likes being a housewife. I love her directness. Again, she proves some really good points with Nene and Portia. I think Portia's, you know, I know that in the beginning of the season, she was a housewife. She didn't have much of a storyline, so she was demoted to, and I have air quotes, to, to a housewife friend. And I think, you know what? And even if I was her, I would, I'd be doing this too, because you know what? It's giving her a story. And maybe she'll be promoted huh, to next season. I don't know. Do you guys want to see Portia back as a housewife? Tweet me at Comedy Jonah. Let me know. I want to know. Tell me. I want to know. All right. Last but not least, of course, we have to read Phaedra's blog. Cynthia hasn't posted one yet. It's a several days after the episode. 
Of course, Nene hasn't posted one either because I don't think I think Nene knows she's right. And it's better not to say anything at all than try to talk your way around this. And it's in writing so we can always reread it. All right, Phaedra's blog is I knew what I needed to do. Okay, I can't wait to read this. Phaedra Parks opens up about her family and her concerns about Apollo. Bravo TV asks, how did you know... How do you know Doc? How do you know Quad and Dr. Gregory? Phaedra, Dr. Gregory and I met through mutual friends when he first arrived in Atlanta almost 15 years ago. Over the years, we have become great friends and confidants. Our professional lives have often mirrored one another. When I was president of the Monthly Bar Association, he was also president of the Black Psychiatrist Association. Dr. Gregory has a heart for the community and is dedicated to serving the um, unprivileged without pay. I consider him and his very um, vivacious wife, Quad, as two of my closest friends. When he first, when I, when he first met Quad, he called me and told me how perfect she was for him. Um, When he was ready to propose, we spoke about the ring and how to make the engagement perfect. I'm very grateful to their continued support. Bravo TV asks, did you find uh, Dr. Qu- Dr. Gregory's advice helpful? Dr. Gregory's advice was incredibly helpful and insightful. Dr. Gregory's practice uh, specialty is focused on treating adolescent males with behavioral and emotional issues. So I knew that he was well-versed and professionally sound regarding matters related to my current situation. Since I am so close to the situation, it's great to have someone who knows myself and my family personally and who can provide a sound professional perspective. As a lawyer, I look at most situations objectively. However, as a mother, I I want the best for my sons. My goal is to always make decisions that are in their best in, in, that are in their best interest, the best decisions in the best interest of my children, and having a resource such as Dr. Gregory is a benefit. Well, she's selling him. God, I mean, I just want to sign up myself, take a little vacation to Atlanta, sign up, get a little therapy session. Bravo TV asks, was your mom's advice hard to hear? Phaedra says, my mom's advice was not hard to hear. That's not to say that dealing with the situation is not difficult, but my mother has always been a good voice of reason. She has the ability to be very, to his ability to very quickly get to the bottom line and identify what's the most important. I need to hear those things from a, uh, a valid, uh, I need to hear those things to validate my own feelings and get me to do what I pretty much knew I needed to do. It was hard coming from the realization that there was a potential threat to our safety and that's not something that should be ignored. My mother is my safety net and is always there to make sure um, I make the right decisions. And you know what? I mean, bottom line, of course, you're a mother, you've got children, something like this situation that's escalating, your spouse is going to jail. You don't want to be threatened and you want to be safe. And you hear these horror stories about people, about the, the, the husband, the father shooting the whole family and then going out into the woods and shooting themselves. I get it. I don't want, you know, nothing to happen to Phaedra and her children, 
but I think it's also pretty convenient <laughs> to also have all these cameras and to be mic'd and just sitting there with a uh, with an iced tea or wherever the fuck they were and being like, you know, Phaedra, I'm, I need your safety is the most important. So now it's documented, right? We know the shoot's four months ago. Oh, we know Apollo's in jail already. We know Phaedra's safe, but I think it's pretty convenient to have that on camera, maybe for safety reasons, also maybe for divorce reasons. So pretty smart little cookie there. All right, guys, those are the Atlanta blogs this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed my spin on them, my recap, and also reading them to you. Tweet me at Comedy Jonah. And let me know what you like about them. Hell, let me know what you don't like about them. Also, too, while you're at our iTunes page, we are featured iTunes artists. We're so excited. Um, Give us five stars. Really helps us out. While you're there, write a nice review. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not over, John. You guys don't go anywhere. Because as you guys know, over on our Bravo webpage, yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo, we are reading audio blogs for other Bravo TV shows, and we even do written recaps as well. Now, we also cover a ton of reality TV shows, from Big Brother to Survivor, Amazing Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, The Kardashians, and TV shows. I mean, so many. At any point, we are covering 15 to 20 shows via blogs or podcasts, or our most favorite are live shows, where we bring on your favorite reality TV stars, and you get to ask them questions in real time. So, check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. And of course, if you want to help support our shows, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, or any of them. We have about 15 to 20 different versions there. If you want them as a single show, you can do that. If you want our entire feed, we have everything as one. You can get them in audio only or video only. And of course, you can give us a five-star rating and nice review because you love us. And you can also share all of our content over on social media. Get your friends hooked. Tell them how much you love our stuff and make sure you're following us on social media because we're on like every single website. So until next week, you got some Amazon shopping to do with that link in the sidebar. We will see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.